the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be to simply be with him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. I just love talking about healing prayer because God wants to heal. You know, God designed our bodies. He created our bodies and he created them to heal as well. The body is so fascinating because it is designed to heal, and he's a healer. That's part of who God is. It's just his nature. It's He's a creator. He's a healer. He's a provider. He's a deliverer. He wants to do so much for us. And so whether it's physical healing or just a broken heart, God wants to touch you today. And so the first thing that we look at is experiencing healing through scriptures. I've been reading Psalm 91 morning and night and just applying that to my body. And it's so much fun because as you read a scripture, something different will pop out to you every day. So I challenge you, just take this week and read Psalm 91 morning and night, and you'll see, you'll begin to see the layers of scripture. I don't know if that's what it means to meditate on God's word day and night, but as I, as I think about it, read it over and over again, I'm memorizing it. I just put different pieces of it into my heart and mind. And that's the challenge that I, I want to give you today to experience healing through applying the word of God. And I actually put together a healing prayer packet, five days, 23 scriptures. And if you want that, it's a free download on my website. So go to jennifer-jackson.org, jennifer-jackson.org for the free healing prayer packet. It's a digital download. If you want the hard copy, I'll mail you one as well, but that's under the store at my website. I want you to get that. But that's an example of how you can begin to apply healing through reading and applying the word of God over your life. So we're going to talk about that today. I'm giving this message at the church next door. It's on the west side of Columbus, my happy place. It's a wonderful church. I hope you will visit. And if you do, come down front and say hi to me. I want to meet you. So here's the message. So from the beginning to the end of the Bible, trust with all your heart. And I love what Moses goes a step further in Deuteronomy 6 to say we're going to write this on our, literally on the doorpost of our home. So we can experience healing through the scripture. This is another way that all of us can experience healing. Declaration, memorization, and repetition of the scripture can help us to receive healing. I have a healing packet in the back at the Resource Center with 23 verses. If any of you want it, these are free. They're in the gold bags. You can have that. So I take the scripture 
and I hold on to it for dear life, and I speak it out loud. You speak it over your life. You stand on it. How, why do we do that? Because God's word is truth. You're just reminding him of his promises. You can stand on and depend on his word. And if you need especially physical healing, you need to gather your scriptures together. And you need to declare them over your mind, over your body, every single day until they belong to you. Until they are part of who you are. It says in Jeremiah 17, 14, Heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved. You are my praise. And Isaiah 53, Surely he has bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. So for some of you, all of us at some point face a life-altering hurt, don't we? But it says that surely he carries that too. So maybe you need healing in your heart. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded, that's Jesus, for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of, his, of our peace was upon him. Our peace. By his stripes we are healed. That is a scripture you can pray and declare over your life. If you need peace, if you need wholeness, if you need healing physically. I've been doing Psalm 91. And a friend challenged me to do this twice a day as my medicine. You know, in Proverbs it says that his word is our medicine. His word is your medicine. So take it twice a day, maybe three times a day. How, how often do you take your other medicine? Well, take the word as your medicine the same amount as you take your other medicines. So we're going to do that and, and apply it, apply it to your life. It says in Psalm 91, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I've been praying that, saying that over and over and over again because there's healing in that. When we dwell with the Lord, when we are in his word, that is one of the ways, one of the many, many ways that you're going to receive physical healing. Another way is we can experience healing through leading and serving. Leading and serving. And when we lead and when we serve, miracles are released. So don't be found not leading and don't be found not serving the Lord. Because this is when... His miracles are released, and you see them in your midst. When I left Kenya once, and I never told this story. I maybe told it to Doyle or my mom or somebody, but when I left after about the third mission trip, I saw God do so many incredible things that I just left my glasses behind, and I never put them back on. <laughs> this is a pretty fine print. <laughs> Miracles are released when we're leading and we're serving. And the miracle is this. It's creative. A miracle is sometimes instant. A miracle is a miracle. It's different than a healing. Healings are progressive. Healings can happen over time. With a healing, you can go from strength to strength, as it says in Psalms. And we have access to both healing and miracles. So be expecting Miracles to be released. Be looking for them 
as you're leading and serving. I love this story in 1 Kings 17 because this is Elijah. I was recently on the top of Mount Carmel overlooking the Jezreel Valley where the last great war is going to take place before the return of Christ. It's pretty incredible. You can see all of Israel, so much of Israel from up there. And I just imagine Elijah in the days of Mount Carmel and being up there when King Ahab was around and Jezebel was around. And Elijah, as he was leading in all boldness, he said, there's going to be a famine for three years. A famine for three years. Can you imagine the courage it would take to tell a nation there's going to be a famine for three years? Wow. So that's what Elijah did. And then God said, okay, I want you to go to the Kiriath Ravine because that's where I'm going to take care of you. So he kind of ran off. (laughs) Elijah did. I would too if I had just told the whole nation there's going to be a famine for three years. So he goes off and literally God provides for Elijah with ravens. He provides him food and water, water in the ravine. And then one day it dried up. So now what's Elijah supposed to do? So what God provided dried up. And God told Elijah to ask a widow, the widow of Zarephath, to give him food and water. And he found her. She's picking up sticks. And he says to her, can I have a drink of water? And then he says to her, oh, and a piece of bread too, by the way, piece of bread. And she looks at him and she says, I'm gathering sticks because I'm going to go home. I'm going to use the last of my oil. I'm going to use the last of my flour. I'm going to make a cake for my son, and then we're going to die. That's what she told him. And he was like, hmm, okay, well, can you feed me too? (laughs) And she does. So can you imagine if you're Elijah, you would really be feeling the pressure of that declaration that you made about a famine, and now you're, you know, the widow's going to die, and her son's going to die. You'd just be like, oh, wow. I mean, God gave Elijah a really bold message to speak, didn't he? And when you follow Christ, he's giving you a great bold message to speak. One of them is that God heals, he does miracles, he delivers, he provides so many bold messages. So Elijah goes off, and the widow of Zarephath is serving, and she, he tells her that flour and oil will never run out, and it doesn't. And God provides for her day after day after day. And some of us need to take that to heart as we look at the economy and we fear and we worry and we wonder. God will provide for you day after day. You're going to ask him and seek him, and he's going to do that for you because he's a provider. So he does that, and there they are eating and drinking and bread and oil all through this famine time. Everything's good now, right? Life is good. And then her son falls sick. Bummer. Like, after all this, can you imagine how Elijah feels? How would you feel if you're Elijah? This wonderful widow is being taken care of me, and now the son is sick, and the, the widow comes to Elijah, and there, it's a bit of a tense moment. She, you know, like, really? I've housed you. I've helped you. I've believed. I've had faith. I've served. I've had hospitality. I've done all this, and now my son is going to die? We've lived all this time, and now he's going to die? And Elijah goes up to pray. I just wish it would tell us, like, the in-between lines. Like, what was he thinking, you know? 
But he goes up and he lays on the boy and prays that he would live. But he doesn't just do that one time. He does it two times. He does it three times. And guess what? The boy lived. Sometimes we stop at one time, don't we? Oh, Elijah didn't. You know he was fired up. Elijah was like, God, she's done all this. She's done all this. So he didn't just stop at one time. He went two times. He went three times. And the boy lived. God is going to help you to experience healing when you lead and when you serve. You're going to see healing and miracles. We can experience healing through the help of others, through the help of others. I love this. Colossians 4.14 says, Our dear friend Luke, the doctor, and Demas send greetings. Our dear friend Luke. And we know that Luke wrote Luke, Luke wrote Acts. We have a doctor here on the scene. And what about this? Paul to 1 Timothy 5.23. Stop drinking only water and use a little wine, Timothy, because of your stomach and your frequent illnesses. Isn't that a fascinating passage? You can find again and again different passages where there's practical help, practical advice, and doctors mentioned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.